0: This is the Action Coach Bolton Business Extra podcast. Every week we're going to be talking to a different business owner about their journey in business, the successes they've had, the mistakes they've made along the way, and what advice they've got for other business owners wherever you happen to be on your journey. Today we're joined by Tony Swain, who's the Managing Director and Founder of IT at 93. Good morning, Tony. How are you?
1: I'm very well, Paul. Morning. Are you okay?
0: Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Great to see you. Um, we're going to start with just a little bit of background about you and your business, Tony. So tell me how you got into business for yourself and a little bit about your company and, and why you started.
1: At uh, the turn of the millennium, I was working as a program contract programmer. Um, and that came to an end due to the business we were working with, contracting everything out to India about a third of the price they were paying us so it was like right what else can I do so I started um, looking for the work and started looking after a few small businesses IT systems on the side as that was winding down and that then became my job and my business back in 2003 so 18 years unbelievably um, what do we do now I suppose is we look after small businesses small to medium-sized businesses IT systems support consultancy advice um there are three of us now who are technically in the business plus admin staff. Um it's a completely different ball game than it was 18 months, 18 years ago rather. Different ball game than it was 18 months ago because of yeah. COVID. But um you no, know, over the 18 years I've seen some big changes in the way we work. Um, some good, some bad. Um so doing very well, I believe, to stay in business for that long and now thankfully growing bigger and better as we go as we seem to move forward.
0: Oh, there must be some massive changes in IT since, well, it was 18 years, that's 2002, 2003. Yeah. Um, Just incredible. It does not seem two minutes since um, I started getting my first mobile phone, which was only back in the early 90s. True.
1: Yes. And they're different. Well, they're the same thing. Well, they're not actually, they're totally different. The biggest change is that we can service more clients because we don't have to go out and solve every problem physically. We can do a lot of the work remotely shadowing onto computers, et cetera, whereas 18 years ago, even 10 years ago, that wasn't available. Um, Every single thing we did had to be on site or trying to talk people through. And because people weren't used to technology, like you mentioned, mobile phones, they were very much more than they are now, afraid of it. Um, So even small things they wouldn't want to do and you'd have to go out. Once drove to Fleetwood from Rottenstall to switch a monitor on, (laughs) which was – a nice, a nice day out. So, um, and that could still happen because if somebody doesn't know how to switch a monitor on, you can't do it remotely, sort of thing. So, no, um, it it is different, but it's still it's, it's still the same business. We look after people's IT systems.
0: Yeah, it's that standard first line um, IT support question, isn't it? Have you turned it off and turned it back on again?
1: Yep, yeah. we rebranded <laughs> the company name. We rebranded the company about um, I think about seven or eight years ago now, actually. And we toyed with um, control or delete as a uh, company name, but we didn't think Brilliant. it would be uh, taken that well. No,
0: no, maybe not, maybe not. <laughs> so you, you mentioned a little bit about the kind of clients that you look after. Can you just expand on that a little bit for us? Who, who do you serve? Who are your target markets? Yeah.
1: Um, it changes over the years you think it's, you'd always say everybody but it's not really the majority I would say 90% of our business clients are owner managed um so they're local businesses to us within anywhere in the northwest of the book to be honest usually within about 30 mile 40 mile radius um because we have to we have to still be able to visit them even though I said earlier we can do it within remote you still need to go out to see clients you yeah. can't just leave them alone in our business um, and yeah. yeah. so it's, it's only managed businesses really have grown and have got to a point where their IT, they don't know what they, they are frightened of their IT, but they know they need IT, but they need help with it. And having somebody in the office who likes gaming, isn't the answer to sorting out a business IT system. So yeah. that's, that's the sort of market we've got on the market we're looking for.
0: It's that old adage, isn't it? A uh, uh... Yeah, and I fall right into this category. Um, A little knowledge is a dangerous thing, and when it comes to IT, that's exactly me. I've got a little knowledge, but um, the number of times where I've had to ring somebody else after I've um, done something and not been able to correct it again afterwards, I can't begin to tell you.
1: You you mentioned one of the the first questions we always ask is, have you rebooted it. One of the first questions we always ask is, well, have you done anything different? No, 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 No. no. And then invariably, four more questions down the line, it's totally different. So, unfortunately, majority of problems are called by, caused by users, not the technology.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, you, you mentioned their connectivity. Yeah. I suppose the internet and the connectivity that you can get into your clients' uh, systems now has completely changed the whole IT industry, hasn't it?
1: Totally. Um, they and, and because of that, clients expect more. Clients realise they can do more. They want to do more. Um, they need advice on how they can do that more better um so yeah it's a different game people working from home obviously which has become a big thing over the last um, 12 months um and home working talk of home working 10 years ago was was always there and thereabouts
2: Mm. um
1: but it was never a legitimate proposition but now it is obviously because it's happening yeah forced on being forced on forced on us really
0: yeah 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 i mean we can't ignore the fact that we've, we've had a pandemic um What's been the greatest impact for you of, of COVID-19 on on your business? I, some of the people that we've spoken to have seen an increase in business. Some people have been very severely impacted. Others are, are there or are there about somewhere they were last year. How about you?
1: We've had – I can't think of anything negative apart from the, the toll of having I mean, to go in and out of the office constantly and working under different rules and regulations, which everybody's had to do, obviously, but in regards to – impact on the business, we been very positive. Um, we've, apart from being absolutely mad, mad busy every time there was a lockdown coming along and everybody shifted to homework and back to the office and homework and et cetera, which was just coping with what was happening. But we yeah. had um, a great year in regards to picking up some new clients because they needed help. and um, We've had a great year in more business with our existing clients because they need new kit for things and new ways of doing things um and we've actually had probably one of our best ever years um numbers wise as well so wow it's not been a good thing hasn't I mean, don't get me wrong and and no. i think a lot of that was coming anyway but look at my numbers back when it was it was growing anyway but it just boosted it up a bit really
0: yeah yeah and have you had to change the way you work because of the pandemic obviously a lot more people are working from home so instead of having one office full of desks with systems on them and, and the network mm-hmm. there, you're you serving possibly lots and lots of different locations.
1: Yeah, it, it, the, the biggest thing we've had to do is constantly talk to people, um, not just by email, physically, phone, phone calls, et cetera, just trying to make sure that clients and their users are aware that we are there to help them. Because what I think we found out is that a lot of people that have gone home working which has obviously been the biggest bit of work we've done that we don't normally do, as I said. But what they've done is they always would rely on somebody else in the office who had a bit of knowledge, sometimes a dangerous thing, as you said, yeah. to help them out. How do I fix this? I, I don't know how to do this. I do, this isn't working. How do I do it? And somebody just lean over, click something on the computer, it will be good. Well, they don't have that at home. So we became that friend in the office as well yeah. um, who fixed the little things. Yeah. And, and I think initially – you could get frustrated as IT support when you were fixing things that were just so mundane, really. You know? And I'm not being critical of users. It's just that they didn't know. Um, yeah. But then we had... So trying to make sure... And then also trying to educate people as, as best you can. Be, the beauty of being able to remote onto a PC and shadow, they can see what you're doing. So providing you communicate with them and you're on the phone with them at the same time, you're saying, right, if it happens again, just right-click this, do whatever. And yeah. it shouldn't happen again. And... And I think, because they don't want to be ringing us, wasting, that, wasting their time and hours. Yeah. Um, but I think trying to... That bit of education for users who are, who are stuck on their own. And and you can tell felt on their own at times. Because yeah. they couldn't get the IT, not just the IT, any support for anything, because they're on their own. And nobody knew. A year ago in April, nobody knew what was happening. No. Um, so they're all thrown to the winds to work, nine winds to work from home, and it was... What do I do? And that's when we were busy, really busy. Um, so it was communication,
0: really. This was the yeah, thing we had to do. Uh, communications key, isn't it? Whether it's internally with your employees or whether it's with your uh, with your customers. And and you're right. You know, a lot of people have been working from home, and and sometimes I wonder. You know, that it, sometimes it's just somebody to talk to. So getting getting your <laughs> IT support team on the end of the phone might just be uh, might just be the answer to I just need somebody to talk to.
1: Well, we have one user. Who has probably rung us every day for a year? Wow. From home. Um, he. I'm obviously not naming names. <laughs> no. Um, and it's, it becomes now we have his mobile number plugged into our phone system, and we go, oh, no. and <sighs> invariably, and he has his dog in the in the office with him at home snoring. So it's, uh, <laughs> it, it's it's a, it's a, it's every day. I think he's probably missed a few days, but majority of days he rings up with something. So, and we know what it is after. So we've actually listed what it's going to be. So, plant (laughs) bingo.
0: <laughs> we we we've got a client as well. He's one of our group coaching clients. He's got a dog called Oscar and yeah, I know he wouldn't mind me talking about it. And o- Oscar's become a bit of a star of our group coaching program because he's uh, he's, he's a bulldog and he snores away in the background and right. um, he's he's great. He's a real character, a real character. Um so you mentioned <coughs> that obviously business is up. Have you had to make changes mm-hmm. um internally because of COVID? Have you um, Yeah, we have, well, initially we had to work
1: we had to work from home initially. So we had to improve our communication rather than just being sat in the office talking to each other. Um, so we really got into and developed a lot of work because well, it went we had an initial barrage of work after March the twenty third announcement to get people working from home. April, as I say, was busy people getting used to work from home. Then May and June were very quiet because people were at home. Um knew what was everything was settled down. There was still a lot of people not working because furlough, obviously. We then spent a bit of time on various things like setting up Microsoft Teams properly for ourselves so that yeah. we knew we had all the information. It wouldn't matter where we were. And that's been a big hit for us, really, because then we can talk to clients about that as well. We had it set up, but we weren't using it properly because we didn't need that information on there because we had it in. Like I just said about relying on others, we do that. If somebody brings up with a problem and say, have you ever had this? Have you, have you spoke to Jim at such and such saying he's got a from there, so we have to put that in there, and us making sure that that information in there, that was probably the best thing that's happened for us. And I think the biggest win is clients now realising that they need to adapt their IT systems, and also realising how good good IT support actually is. Yeah, and good advice, um, and we. I won't blow me on trim and say we're good at that anyway because there are there always are times when you're not. But I think clients realising the value of you is a big thing. That's been a big thing. And it, it helps us then going forward because then they trust you a bit more. They always, I would say hopefully all of them trusted, but there's now a bigger level of trust there for us.
0: Mm. Yeah, so that must have been a real win for your business because mm. it's you know, you've become an essential part of their lives right now, haven't you? Whereas before yeah. it might have been a... Um, a cost to the business it's now an investment and an essential part of the business
1: mm-hmm. yeah it, it's and we will we will be there for them now obviously and, that, and that's one of the things I think that'll happen obviously probably summer wise for majority is right, what are we going to do next yeah and I think yeah. a lot of, of forward thinking clients have already, done, have already done a lot of thoughts on that and we've been involved very briefly but I think that'll that'll ramp up hopefully over the next month or three, month or four.
0: Yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. So when you think back about the changes that you have made over the last um, 12, 18 months or so, yeah. um, are there adjustments that you've made that you're going to carry on doing after lockdown?
1: Yeah, well, the, the communication as a team is massive because um, we will be looking to take somebody else on and then they've got access to that mine of information straight away. We will – you never know. We may all have to work from home again. Um, I think just talking to clients, again, I keep mentioning it, talking to clients, about. I've always tried to do that, but we haven't been able to do it for 12 months, so I've really missed it. Um, but also getting them to realise they all – everybody's now got a bit of knowledge about cloud, and cloud is the way forward. It's not always – cloud isn't the answer for everything, Yeah, it, especially for bigger organisations, and they've got to realise – like I said, everybody for a little little knowledge, dangerous thing. Well, we, we've got a a of mine works in this and he does this. Yeah, but there's four users in this business. So there's 14 years. You can't you? And and that's the thing is to 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 just pass our knowledge on, really. Um, yeah, which we've yeah. always done, but it's just hopefully with what I said before about trust is that yeah, actually these guys do know what they're talking. Right, they've got us through the last 12 months without many issues. So let's yeah crack on with it.
0: So okay. All right, moving on slightly, it's been said that smart people learn from the mistakes and wise people learn from the mistakes of others. So what mistakes did you make along the way, maybe during COVID, during the pandemic or even before that, since you started your business? And how do you think other entrepreneurs can learn from your experience? Don't
1: delegate enough or didn't delegate enough. And um, that's, that's through the last 18 years and the last 12 months mm. um, thinking, I'll just do it. I'll just get on with it. Um, you don't employ people who, and I'm not sure to the service, are technical better than me. Yeah. But it's, if I pick up the phone, it's like, I'll just do it. And then I can get wrapped up in it for two hours and they might, have, they might have got rid of the problem in no time.
0: And, and what's been um, the and impact of, what's been to the, the impact windows, of that on your business?
1: Well, it frees a bit of my time up Um, and also it makes sure the client gets better better service because I'm, as I say, I'm not the most technical in the business and and you think, well, I don't know, it's my business, I should be, but that's why you employ people to do certain jobs. So, and I think not asking, not necessarily with that instance, but other stuff, advice, just thinking... I don't need advice, I'll just I'll just get that down the pub on a Friday night. I don't really need to speak to people. Yeah. Um about which goes back to some of our clients and their IT systems, sort of thing. But again, if I'm saying to clients you need to trust us because we're the IT experts, I need to speak to other business owners or other accountants, or whoever it solicitors, whatever, and get their advice on what's the best thing. And I think head in the sand at times, um, especially in times of tough, I think. It's like yeah. just grind it out. And, and it, it 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 is easier. Then to stick your head in the sand, you just don't want to deal with, well, you do want to deal with it, but you just, in a way, hoping things will, ju- things will eventually get better. But I think now we are busier, we're bigger as a company. It gives me the chance to a, a delegate and be and, and not just asking outside for advice, asking internally to the lads because they know the business. The two lads have been with me been with four years and eight years, so they're not new to it. They know how we yeah. work, they know how I work, and um, yeah. they probably they have got some good good options to talk to. So it's just listening to other folk and giving giving up some jobs that are better done by others.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's thing I, I, I spoke to a business owner a few months ago and I said, if you've got one piece of advice, what would it be? And and he said, always employ people who are better than you at um, what you're employing them to mm-hmm. do. So, you know, you know that your business is going to grow as a result. And and we often say to our clients, look, saving a salary can cost your company a fortune. So, you know, why keep doing those jobs yourself when you can get somebody else to do them? So it stunts the growth of your company, doesn't it? Very true. If if you could go back to March or, you know, the very beginning of the uh, pandemic before lockdown began, um, is there anything that you would have done sooner with hindsight?
1: And I bought about 200 laptops (laughs) because then I made a fortune. (laughs) the price of laptops has gone through the roof for obvious reasons yeah Um, so yeah that first couple of weeks have you any laptops have you any laptops (laughs) No, can you get me one yeah double what they were last week so 150 laptops sitting in the office would have been nice to have Um, yeah I think what else would we have done I don't know how you prepared for it though because well did it come as a bolt out of the blue I remember one of my clients talking to me in mid-February saying, he's coming, isn't it, homeworking? And I'm going, really? Is it? And I'm like, and then as time progressed, it was inevitable, wasn't it, that homeworking yeah. was happening? And I think, again, hindsight's the best planning tool in the world. Um, what what I have done? Maybe thought about giving clients to-do list on how to homework what they needed to do in order to prepare is what happened was we had people who just they just went home with all the kit some people took the pcs or rather because they didn't have a laptop they took the pcs the screens keyboards mice the whole lot set yeah. it up in the back bedroom and then say i can't get online well yeah you, it's this, this pc's not got wi-fi well pcs don't come from Wi-Fi. And it, it's not it's not being they just they just don't understand how it all works and, yeah. and then put the wi-fi they our was going back to oh, of families and a little Wi-Fi bundle. Connect to the Wi-Fi. The signal's poor because they've got two or three school kids in the house playing on the Xboxes. They've got the yeah. husband. So there was no, that. The, that was probably one of our biggest challenges. Was not just people working at home. Is actually explaining to them that There's one poor girl down in Wolverhampton, she had to set up in the living room with a cable running to the router behind the telly on a little makeshift, she sent me a photo of a little makeshift desk with a monitor on it. She had to have two monitors for the job she was doing. Yeah. And every time we spoke to her, all you could hear in the background was her parents or her sisters, she's about 20 years old, sisters and brothers who were younger than her, playing around in the front room, and her, and her mum and dad were back talking, and she couldn't wait to get back to the office. And she had no option. Wi-Fi just wouldn't have cut the job. Um, and it, it was that, really. People just went home and expected, everything's going to work. Yeah. Um, and I think security was something that we was a bit of an afterthought in regards to all of a you let everybody connect in from all over the place is this secure um because they still need the data from work um if they've got the clouds are they allowed to connect up yes we, we had to allow them to connect up but then is it the right way to do it and that was probably one of the biggest challenges after the event was making sure that everything was secure and then you'd have Clients ringing up saying, right, um, Jim Smith's not working for us from Monday. Can you stop his connection? Um, yeah, okay, then. Right, and So you change all the settings so they couldn't get in. And then, oh, Jim Smith's coming back next week. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> the and then rolling furlough. Rolling furlough was the same. Can you stop their access for a week? I'm going, really? For a week? Because they're coming back next week. Is it, is it worth it? Are they going to do any work? Well, we can't allow them to because they're not allowed to for furlough reasons. And it was things yeah. like that, that just, yeah. And everybody was just rolling with what the rules of the time were. And yeah, not just us as IT support, all sorts of different things. So there was, there was massive challenges and there still is on home working, yeah. And God knows where that's going over the next 12 months.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, we talk about planning all yeah. the time um, with our clients and, and a lot of larger organisations, particularly the larger corporates, have disaster recovery plans in place to cover a whole raft of different contingencies. Um, I doubt very much whether many of them had contingencies in for a major pandemic and everybody being, yeah. everybody being forced to work from home. But I suspect that there's a lot more of them have got those plans in place now for moving forwards should it have to happen again. Yeah. And I think it's worth smaller companies considering that as well, you know, planning yeah, for, for different eventualities
1: we've done disaster planning with some clients because obviously we're a big part of that, but it's yeah. never, ever mentioned. It, it's mainly been about the office being unusable, fire, flood, um, theft. I think, well, theft's not the office being unusable. Yeah. It's more about what do we do? And it, and it literally was part of that is if the, if the, office is burnt down, it's drive down to PC world and buy X number of laptops, etc. You can't do that now because there's not, well there are some about it, they're not. they're yeah. not the right money. But, and, and I think that will be something, another way to talk to clients about what you're going to do. Because it obviously could happen. It's happened once. I don't think the impact would be as severe again, but it still could happen that we're under a it massive so,
0: It just goes to show the 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 importance of planning in every business for, for different eventualities, doesn't it, Tony?
1: Yeah, but you, you can't plan for every single thing. And when you, you sort of do these disaster recovery plans, and you're sitting there, and you get depressed. It's like, right, what happens if the office floods? What happens if it burns down? What happens if it's a pandemic? Yeah. What happens if you, you, you the the main the the, main de- the managing director gets killed in a car crash? It's like, oh my god, because <laughs> <laughs> there's no. It, what happens if we take on 200 more clients? Isn't uh isn't in the disaster planning sort of thing? No. 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 Up. So.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting uh, an interesting concept, isn't it? What happens if all of a sudden we do something right in a marketing and get a whole raft of new clients because that can present similar challenges yeah. to, to when things would be, things are tough. Oh
1: yeah. 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 We need so, the 10 people. Uh, no, the, the, usual, the usual one we get is, oh, we've got some new starters. Oh, when did they start? This is on a Thursday. Oh, they started on Monday. <laughs> okay. Uh, can you set them up now? Right. We've got four days. You, you knew they come coming before Monday. And a lot of our bigger clients, we've actually got with them, so they send us a, when they remember, they send us a starter sheet, yeah. name, title, um, what the email address wants to be, et cetera, et cetera, what they need access to, personnel files, accounts files, or whatever. But invariably, it's a phone call or an email. Uh, Paul, Paul Lim's just started with us on, uh, it's Paul Lim started Friday afternoon, four o'clock. Paul Lim's starting with us Monday, nine o'clock. Can you set a PC up and an email address for him? Yeah, which, which PCs are you using? Oh, we haven't got a PC for it. Can you get us one? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll oh, just wave my
0: magic wand, wave yeah. it in, you know, easy, wheezy, let's get oh. busy.
1: Well, I can let you in office tomorrow. Oh, well, thanks, that's very good of you, thank you.
0: Yeah, I'll just interrupt my game of golf and, yeah. and pop down, shall I?
1: Yeah, but then invariably, you 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 rush over there on the Monday and they're doing an induction day anyway, so they're actually not doing any work on no. Monday. No. In reality. Yeah. So it's just, it, it, it's one of the quirks of, but then the biggest one is on the conscious side of that, people leave and they don't tell us. Oh. Um so because as soon as people leave, passwords should be changed, or any yeah. remote access should be stopped. And, and that's become a bit more aware, as I was saying earlier about changes to the security. Yeah. But and then you'll send you send the client the bill, monthly bill for I know, 15, 20 emails. We've only got 16 users. Or oh, you yeah, will let four go a week ago. Well, I'm sorry, you're paying for it, you can't. I can't I can't back data because I've been paying my no. right, accounts. And it, no. it, end of the day, there's enough hassle in letting people go, there's enough hassle in rating, but it, it's again it's that owner-managed thing where somebody else is responsible, usually the office manager, sometimes is the man is the owner, but maybe yeah. it's the wife or or the their sister or something like that who just has a job to do. And we're we're a client yesterday run up um, said they would sold a license, sort part of the business for license, so they were gonna ship to this company they bought it off of. Three PCs. And he said, they're in the box, they're all right to go, aren't they? I went, well, it's got three of yours' emails on it. It's got all your software. It's got um, passwords on it, et cetera, et cetera. It's got a lot of your files that will be desperately well, nothing should be stored to the hard drive. It should be on the server. It won't. It yeah. will be stuff on the hard drive. All right. So he had to unbox three PCs because he was literally giving away half his business information. And we are last thoughts sometimes, especially when people. Yeah. Etc. Etc. Cetera, et cetera. But by trying to get tell them, it saves them hassle because the last thing they want is information. Because one of them actually had a link to the sage accounts on the system, so um, they could have they could have seen all their accounts data. Wow. And that's but that's but like I said, like I've said before, the majority form we week calls we get uh, expressed because they've got a problem or something he's doing now. Yeah. Um, and they're threatening to throw a laptop through the window as somebody did yesterday or as once happened can you get a laptop screen can you replace a laptop screen yeah why I'll just put my fist through mine <laughs> why I couldn't print my boarding pass for my holiday
0: <laughs> well that's the most important thing so, isn't it? Thankfully, when was, we can go on holiday
1: yeah, he was the MD of the company so he didn't have to report to anybody So,
0: good grief
1: but the funds of IT support I suppose
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's two sides of that. It's being able to respond really, really quickly to people. Yeah. And, and, you know, Tony, you know, I know you become a sort of trusted advisor to your, your most important clients, mm-hmm. don't you?
1: Yeah. And, I, and which is what we want to be. What yeah. what we don't have, we don't have um, a system where you raise a, You raise a ticket and it gets put in a queue. I think that may have to come in depending on growth. But at the moment, we handle it by phone calls, and we, we tick it and, and queue it so people don't get a response saying, we will answer your question within an hour. We still say to people, we'll do our best within an hour, but it's more that everybody can ring us at any time rather than having to, because people oh, have to fill a bloody form in for uh, What's the description of the problem? Whereas, someone I can't install this software, he just jump on and have a look, bang. Now, providing I'm not in the middle of anything else or anybody else not in the middle of anything else, we just do that Yeah, if we can't. Hopefully, we can still do that if we grow up with additional staff, and we can do the ticketing, and we can still manage what's going on. We have to ticket to know what's going on, um, and also if information gets put in the ticket, which helps us looking back. But yeah, I think just allowing them to talk to us is massive, rather than it just all being electronic. Because yeah, again, yeah. that gives trust, like you mentioned, it, it's a trust thing then. Yeah, uh, and especially it. if you fix things quickly yeah
0: yeah human contact's really important isn't it you know it, there's nothing worse when you ring somebody up and you get the automated um service on the front end press yeah. one for this press two for that press three for that yeah you, you might be okay yeah. with one or two but you know with my bank you get seven or eight yeah. different options sure. and then you go on to another seven or eight different options so yeah. um look, moving on to things that are a little bit more lighter tell me what you're most looking forward to post lockdown tony
1: Post lockdown, um, I'll have to say the grandkids first, visiting and sleeping over and playing out in the garden, etc. And then a beer in a pub, without <laughs> doubt. Somebody serving me a beer rather than having to open a can out the fridge. Yeah. Um, one hundred percent work. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to work. honestly. <laughs> Not because it. We've all literally had three or four days off in a year. Yeah because there's just nothing to have a day off for. So, although I had one the other week, but, um, I think it's just relaxing a bit more, being able to be more sociable. And Thankfully the weather's looking better. It is spring. What are we? 47 days until we can have a pub outdoor and a beer garden. Not that I'm counting.
0: (laughs) Not that you're counting. Okay. And Tony, what most inspires you today?
1: Uh, I think people and the way not business-wise this is in the world the, the the way people have pulled together there's been a lot of rubbish in the year in regards to a bit politically but I better not um, but I think the way people have pulled together when they've needed two communities especially back in the first lockdown everybody was helping each other out speaking to neighbours etc do you need any help the clap for carers thing really, I thought, brought the country together. There's been problems, don't get me wrong, there's been mock-ups. But I'll I, I tell you what's inspiring me, is that the way when we get stuff right, like the vaccination programme as a country, the way the army have stepped in, the volunteers have stepped in, and we're, we're vaccinating half a million pound, people are there at the moment, and apparently that's going to ramp up. But And I think it's that we we can do it as a country, and we can do it, and then that goes down to the people. And, and I think it's that attitude. We've not got one client who's just give up the ghost. They've all gone, no, we can get through this. We will get through this. And I think you have to. There's no, like I said before, about putting your head in the sand. You do that, you're going nowhere. So no, I think the country, really, it's been crap for everybody. Everybody's moments have been down, me included. So I think, yeah, Tom Moore is a captain, uh, whatever he was, unfortunately, he died a few weeks ago just for somebody like that to rally around him and give him the ability at a hundred years old to walk around his garden so often and raise such good money. And and, and that wasn't, that wasn't just him raised, walking around his garden. That was everybody inspiring him sort of thing. So I think, yeah, the country and people in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think <laughs> <that's> Tom, <laughs> <let you on. laughs> that, that British bulldog spirit, um, you know, we'll get through this because we've had to get through it before and, you know i think the sense of yeah. community has been has been absolutely crucial and it's, it it inspires me every day when you see you know there's always that small minority yeah. but for the vast majority everybody's yeah. pulled together it's been brilliant um two final questions mm. what what have you learned about yourself during the last uh, year 18 months Tony
1: <sighs> as i just said we can do it we got through a massive amount of phone calls and work back in March the day and the day after and the day after when it was announced we were going into lockdown as a country and the country virtually stopped didn't it it wasn't like it is now the lockdown Um, people were frightened but and we got through it I got through it I was stressed don't get me wrong working till all hours trying to get people set up at home as I've mentioned but we got there and we did it again in November and we did it again in January Um, and then but Sometimes I need to be more patient. <laughs> um, it, it, like I said, it, people are ringing us stressed. We are stressed, obviously, because that's what you get stressed in work when people are not happy with you or whatever because something's not working. And I think just that deep breath, walk, step away, or just can I ring you back in five minutes and just just have that few minutes to clear, you, clear your head and just think clearly. And, yeah. <sighs> If I'd, if I'd put the, if you'd have asked that question to the wife, should have said that patience.
0: <laughs> patience is a virtue. Always told
1: oh, Absolutely. So yeah, it's, it's it's been tough, but we can do it. We've done it. Um, hopefully, we're on the back end of it now. So yeah, but that it's it's taking that forward, isn't it? That whatever we can do, whatever's thrown at us, or whatever new challenges we take on, we can do it. So, yeah.
0: And if you had one piece of advice for another business owner out of everything that you've learned over your time in business,
1: what would that be? Um, See, look for advice. It'd be the biggest thing. Um, Thankfully, I'm surrounded by a lot of good friends who've got got their own businesses and a lot of new clients. And I'm talking multi-million pound businesses, some of them tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands businesses, some of them. We've all done the same thing. We've all had issues with marketing, with sales, with whatever it might be, suppliers, and just have that advice on tap. And, it, and, and sometimes you need to step away from your friends. You need to get that professional advice. And I think without that, especially the last two or three years, especially I've, I've really started looking at that. And that's been a massive help. Don't think that you're the first person ever to be in this situation because you're not. It, it's, it's like it support yeah we always we have never found a problem given to us that somebody hasn't had before yeah google is amazing if you know what to google yeah yeah if you google printing not working you're not going to get the answer but and i'm not people laugh at us we do we use google because somewhere out there and we've got some blogs etc somebody will have had that problem yeah it's not a unique business what we we're not a unique company we do what dozens and dozens of hundreds of other companies do. Hopefully we do it slightly better than others, a lot better than some others. Um, but, yeah, the advice is out there. Seek it.
0: Okay. Um. Thank you very much, Tony. It's been, uh, it's been absolutely brilliant talking to you. If, if people want to get a hold of you, if people want to use your services and talk to you, what's the best way to get in contact with you guys?
1: Uh, initial phone call 01706 235 or email me directly, Tony at IT ninety three the number dot uk um or get us out on our website it 93couk uk um we'll come and have a chat and hopefully we can do th- things for people
0: okay thanks a lot Tony I can't recommend Tony enough He's uh, we, we've heard a lot from people that he already works with about the services he provides and, and I know Tony pretty well as well and he always delivers so Tony thank you very much for your time this morning um, for telling thank us about you, your journey over the last 12-18 months and uh, for the advice that you've given for other business owners have a brilliant weekend and we'll speak to you soon
1: appreciate that thanks Paul see you soon bye bye